0: If this episode comes across as a little tense or low energy, it is.
1: Yeah, it is. You know why? Do you know why? Are
0: you asking me? Yes. I mean, yeah, it's election day.
1: It's election day in the States. It's election day in these United States, which is something I have been avoiding completely today. I haven't been on social media except Messenger, and uh, I'm, not, I'm not doing anything. I'm just... You I've already my voted, duty... right? Oh, yeah, a long time ago. I'm sticking my head in the sand and just... I, 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 at this point, I can do nothing. I can do nothing. So I gonna...
0: literally can't because I have an assignment for sociology at. Oh, the election. No.
1: <laughs> the worst. Well, I'm that's like, why, why have
0: you done this to me?
1: You wrote to me and you were like, or you called me and you were like, can we not record today? And I'm like, let's just not think about voting for like 40 minutes. <laughs> let's instead think about the color of evil the dark descent that's right we are talking about david g hartwell's the dark descent see i'm doing it before the end of the episode this time Uh, it's a
0: miracle andrea can't be in the same room as us when we're listening to the podcast how come she hates your voice
1: yeah well a lot of people do
0: she says it reminds her too much of the other voices i listen to (laughs) what other voices do you listen to i listen to a lot of youtube oh (laughs) do i sound like a youtube boy I think that's part of why I like the YouTubers I like so much. Aw.
1: Is she like, is that Phil Gonzalez or Danny Gonzalez? Who? Danny Gonzalez. He's a YouTuber. I
0: don't know who that is.
1: Is he? He's a a sweet boy. And he has a last name similar to mine. His his last name is, he is a a white presenting guy, just like I am. But one Mm -hmm. of his parents, I believe, is very like, uh uh, latino so i relate to him he is much younger than i am and far more successful (laughs) (laughs) with millions of followers so uh you know but in any case maybe if we
0: started a youtube channel we'd be super successful
1: nobody wants to look at me nobody wants to see my face
0: i do you're my dad i have to see your face because i'm recording this podcast with you
1: because you see my face every time you look in a mirror
0: I mean kind of. I look more like my mom though.
1: Sort of. Uh I found a bunch of old photographs of myself from when I was like seven, eight, nine. And yeah. uh I don't look I don't think I look like either of my kids, but <laughs> <laughs> Are you are you ready to dive into the uh uh larger than larger than one's self? Larger than this one's This was a self?
0: weird story.
1: Wasn't it? Wasn't it not a yeah. horror story until the last like four pages?
0: Yeah, this was a weird story. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to do a deep dive into it. So, uh, hey everyone, I'm
0: Phil. And I'm Willow.
1: And it's, it's Del Toro, Toro time.
0: time.
1: Robert Aikman. Rob, what'd you think of your first Robert Aikman tale?
0: Racist.
1: You thought he was racist? What aspect of him?
0: The part where he's referring to African, African people it was racist. Was it-
1: was it Robert Aikman though, or the character like position? Because all the people in the story are a bit loathsome.
0: I don't know. It sounded like just I don't what year did he write this? <laughs>
1: uh this originally appeared in uh 1966.
0: Then I'm gonna assume it was him. <laughs> it was just how he referred to them with the word. I don't know if he yeah. intended for it to be racist. It starts with the lift away with Otis installation, capacious enough for twelve at a hoist, was descending.
1: Oh, that term was fairly common uh not in yes an i offensive know
0: way. yes yeah. i am aware but it was so, it's still considered racist today
1: today it's considered racist but he did not write it today okay <laughs> we're cleared up 1966 that's what i was
0: trying to say <laughs>
1: 1966 that was the accepted term so whoo, figured that i was like i don't remember him saying something horrific uh yes okay uh you're right if this had been written today it, that it, we i would be like what are you talking about my friend <laughs> <laughs> my dude my dude but no in 1966 that was the accepted term uh a word still used uh in the names of several several institutions so uh robert aikman it, it wasn't surprise me if robert aikman had some uh you know less than charitable views he was a british man born in 1914 uh and one thing that characterized aikman was he it, w- it was a traditionalist i guess is a way to put it like he he was a preservationist, is how they say. So he not only wanted to preserve the countryside, he also kind of wanted to preserve everything. Like, nothing should change. Everything's just fine the way it is, by the way, I'm white and British.
0: And also a man.
1: And a man. <laughs> so, yeah... And this week we're touching on the story uh, 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 "Larger Than One's Self" by Robert Aikman, 1966. It originally appeared in uh, "The Powers of Darkness," a collection of his short stories. And Robert Aikman was known for being a preservationist and known for being a writer of weird fiction. Uh, most of his stories, many of his stories, actually, are like are those ones are those ones where you're like was there even anything supernatural in this or is it just implied and but i think in this one it's more than just implied Mm -hmm. yeah so why don't you go ahead and tell uh tell the world what exactly what exactly this story is about
0: it's about a woman named mrs iblis Mm -hmm. who gets invited to some dude's party except for she wasn't invited
1: well she was uninvited, but she didn't get she didn't get the uninvitation soon enough, which is embarrassing. Yeah. Can you imagine going to a party and you show up and you're they're like, Ooh, you know what? You were invited, but uh, I guess you didn't get the the retraction of the invite. You can still stick around though.
0: Well, how rude that would be.
1: Yeah. Uh, what kind of party is it, though?
0: A religious party. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yes. Yeah. A yeah, cult thrown, party thrown by a guy named Vincent Conner, who's like just kind of this rich, like ne'er do well, who is like he owns a bunch of newspapers. He's just kind of bored, and so he's trying to he's trying to bring together like all the great leaders of religion and mysticism and philosophy. To try to find out like what the kind of put their heads together and figure out just what everything means. Like, what's the point of everything? We're, we're all searching for something, as they repeatedly say throughout, larger than oneself.
0: I feel like that's not true.
1: Who is not true? What? What's not true?
0: That we're all searching for something larger than oneself.
1: Yeah. What do you think we're all searching for?
0: nothing i don't think anyone's searching for anything except for satisfaction in day to day life
1: well clearly the characters in the story are searching for something larger than oneself that's what they all keep saying they're trying to synthesize like everything that they've learned to like i don't i i don't know just figure everything out in this one evening i guess it's not the first one of these things he's done but yeah this woman is it iblis iblis I think it's Iblis? I have no
0: idea Iblis 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 momento porfavor pronunciation Iblis Iblis Iblis
1: Iblis <laughs> Iblis. Iblis All right then Iblis. It's an it's an Islamic term that uh refers to uh Satan yeah, if that means anything uh, in the story, I don't know if that actually means anything in this story, but it's definitely mm-hmm. a chosen a chosen term. He definitely chose to name this woman after the Islamic name for like the devil or Satan or the great adversary. So she doesn't come across as particularly satanic, however. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> Why was she
0: invited in the first place?
1: Uh, if I remember correctly, it was because uh, she was she was like. Part of part of another group that he was going to have, but then he changed his mind and like redid the guest list because she's not the only one. This guy Stillman uh, shows up as well. And this girl, Ruth, and they're also not on the guest list anymore. I thought Uh,
0: Ruth was invited. uh,
1: She's I can't figure out the relationship between Conor and Ruth. Uh, She's young. He puts his hands all over her. He's married, but he keeps like touching Ruth and hanging out with her. Uh, it's a, it's a weird place. So we have these main characters. We have Conor, We have Conor's wife. We have Mrs. Eblis. We have Stillman. We have Ruth. And then we have Mavis, who's Conor's assistant, and Sister Newper, who is the dietary advisor uh, to the party, to the to the guests. And she is rooming with Mrs. Eblis. Uh, in this, it's like a, it's like in a mansion. So there's all these rooms. Everyone's staying Iblis. overnight. And most of the story is Mrs. Eblis sort of roaming around this party talking to different people about mm-hmm. like their beliefs. And when I say most of the story, I mean like 85 to 90% of the story is that.
0: Yeah, it, it does give me a feeling of dread because I don't like parties mm-hmm. or being surrounded by people I don't know.
1: Well, and it's definitely that thing where everyone treats her like she was not invited and that she's not
0: mm-hmm.
1: necessarily a welcome guest at this party.
0: Yeah. Why did they have them stay? I just don't understand uh, that.
1: Well, obviously, because this whole thing is like supposed to go like way into the night. I think it's just one of those things where like you're going to be here until like five in the morning anyway. So here's a room for you to crash in when this is all done with. Uh, Why didn't
0: they just say, oh, sorry, you were uninvited. See you later,
1: Mrs. Eblis, I think because everyone's like just kind of awkward about it. <laughs> I mean, what would you do if someone went out of their way and like traveled all the way to your mansion and then you're like, "Ooh." Yeah. Uh so they put her up I think cuz they're not going to like throw her out into the into the rain.
0: I'd pay for their ticket back. <laughs> well,
1: she ends up talking to this young woman named Ruth who like quizzes her on being an Anglican, which is we like which is weird. Um she meets a Swiss guy named Professor Borgia who's really proud of being a descendant of the Borgias, uh who's uh who talks a lot about um like like uh, respecting language, respecting words. And Ruth is talking all about sin and the difference between like, uh, sin and wickedness. And then there's this guy who's like, uh, who talks a lot about like spirit, the, the new spiritual revival and man's quest for something larger, and that you have to give your soul in order to get anything out of life. Like it's, and, and then everyone keeps talking about how important the Salvation Army is uh, to all this. And Mrs. Newper uh, spends the whole time surrounded by a bunch of young men who eventually she leads off into the woods. And it's really just like, what are they getting up to out there? Uh, there's like New Agers, there's, uh, this one guy O'Rourke talks about how the devil is actually really tiny, and uh, like that episode uh, of Buffy. Which episode of Buffy?
0: There's an episode of Buffy. It's a Halloween episode where they're where they go to a a party. I think it's a frat house. Uh-huh. Um, and they decorated with all these symbols, and the demon turns everything in the house real. Oh right, um, right, right. And then the demon finally gets summoned. It's like this big, and Buffy yeah, just steps yeah, yeah. on it at the end. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's a there's a lot of this like bandying about of ideas. There's just a lot of like talk. And mm-hmm. Mrs. Iblis has to go to her room at one point, but then she gets bored, and so she comes back down. And by the time she comes back down, it's really late.
0: She doesn't get bored. Mo- she wakes up.
1: Yeah, and most of the food is now gone. Mm-hmm. So uh, so she gets some cake from the from the caterers and and she-
0: some lobster salad. <laughs>
1: That's right. They're like, she goes to the caterers and she's like, is there any food left? Or like, "Ugh, yeah, there's lobster salad. And they're really put off that like one of the guests wants something. Um, right. And then they bring out the cake, but the cake gets taken away, unfortunately, mm-hmm. which is sad. I was really sad when the cake got taken away. Uh, she got she two slices, talk- though. She did get two slices. Oh, and she also drinks uh, Mr. Coner's homemade alcoholic cider, which gets her a little lightheaded.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, then he like... Conor comes in. He like comes on to her in a weird way. Uh, he starts mm-hmm. talking about like the subconscious mind uh, that we're all trying to find ourselves, trying to find something larger than ourselves. Uh, and and that's when that's when Mrs. Newper goes off with all the guys, the twelve men who are who are following her, and she walks off. Um, and, Everyone gets really
0: offended when uh, I, Iblis asks about that. Iblis.
1: Oh yeah, like where they go off to? And they're like, oh. Uh, mm, uh. <laughs> like is it sexy times is it like religious times who knows uh mrs newper seems fine with it who knows we don't know anything about her business uh i do want to point out that even though all the talk is very like religious and heady it's very well written mm-hmm. it's it's it never lost my interest but at one point i was like is this a hor-? it's like is the horror supposed to be that like we're just supposed to be uncomfortable that she's at this boring party
0: mm-hmm <laughs>
1: like i was like no there's gonna this- be a
0: giant light that comes from the sky and kills everybody
1: yeah so okay so she goes back to bed and when she wakes up mavis who is mr Comner's assistant comes mm-hmm. bursting in and she's like <laughs> there's a problem <laughs> and uh and mrs Eblis is like what's going on and mavis is like the light in the sky and what's the light in the sky really no idea no idea so she, she's like what it's just the moon and she's like no mavis is like i do this is my favorite she's like i do the composting so i know where the moon is because i do it by a lunar cycle and i'm like all right brag <laughs> who does their
0: compost by a lunar cycle
1: hashtag compost brag <laughs> uh yeah i know but it's like she's like i know where the moon's supposed to be that's not that ain't the moon and she's like well what is it then is it like a bonfire what is it and she's like no look out into the and so they go downstairs and all the guests are in the pajamas and they're all gathered in in the the pajamas the door is open and this bright light is shining through and like one by one they all want to take a look but they're all freaked out by it mr stillman shows up and uh he's like i like stillman yeah he's the only a he's jewish and he's Mm -hmm. not like weird the we of the weird new age synagogue that they were trying to get like there was this rabbi they were trying to get to the party and they couldn't get him and they're like Ugh, uh no
0: they got him they got him he just had an argument with stillman oh is that and what but... it was that's right that's yeah. right he
1: left yes yeah, stillman is totally pragmatic he's a businessman uh he's he's like the level-headed one and he, he's like let, they're all gonna go outside let's go up to the roof and we can get a good look at whatever is up in the sky and what mm-hmm. is it up in the sky something uh it's just this it's they all all it really says is it's a vast shining figure mm-hmm. uh uh it says uh, there's, it's a shape. That reminds Eblis of the feet of the gods on the mountain, and it fills the sky. Like the shape just fills the entire sky, and all the members, all the invited guests, go out and outside, and they're huddling in the face of this giant light. Uh, and then Mrs. Eblis passes out, and when she, she looks revives... at it
0: first, though.
1: Oh yeah, what does it say?
0: Um, it says. Mr. Stillman had placed his forearms on the railing around the roof. Mavis had sunk her head between her knees. It was only Mrs. Iblis who looked upwards and what she saw nearly finished her.
1: Yeah, what she saw nearly finished her. I love that. It's so like vague and she faints. And when she comes to what has happened to all of the guests? They're gone. It says, no, it says they have merged to be never, never to be seen again. They have
0: mm-hmm.
1: merged, which is somehow worse than disappearing or being killed. Like I don't know what Stillman saw happen, mm-hmm. but I imagine them all just kind of melting together, and then being like sucked up into the up into the figure like through a straw, just like.
0: Ugh, why?
1: <laughs> I don't know because they all merge into like a goo and then they're I all just, sucked up.
0: I imagine them like disintegrating and merged was just a spiritual term.
1: Oh, I see. Turning into like light or something
0: mm-hmm.
1: or dust, uh, whatever mm-hmm. it was, it wasn't good. And, uh, and the only people left are, are stillman, uh, Mavis, uh, Coner. and then Mrs. Newper comes in with her, with her followers and they look great. Mm-hmm. They're just all disheveled and covered in mud. Uh, I like
0: to think that they're werewolves.
1: <laughs> well, maybe, uh, it does say that it does say that when they return that, uh, when we find it i like i like this part let's see they've emerged um mrs nooper dropped into the armchair uh her eyes were filled with such happiness that mrs eblis was thoroughly scared all over again mm-hmm. her eyes were filled with such happiness her face was glittering in a way mrs eblis did not like like that's wild um and then mrs you Iblis, know
0: it should be what It should be made clear that we never actually get confirmation if that is Mrs. Sister Newper. How do you mean? She just assumes it is, but we never get actual confirmation that it is.
1: Oh, really? I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Uh, It does get pointed out. I mean, people have pointed out in in commentaries that, uh, you know, Jesus had 12 apostles, 12 disciples. Mm -hmm. And Mrs. Newper has 12 disciples. That's just something to think about. Um, We have Mrs. Eblis, who's named after the devil. Uh, is she supposed to be the devil's bride because she's Mrs. Devil or something Mrs. else? Mrs. Devil, Mrs. The Devil.
0: Well, then who's um, Stillman?
1: Who is Stillman? Stillman Stillman's is deal? Stillman is God. Is he? I mean, he's the only he's the only like level headed one. So uh, one commentator on this story. Talks about like Sister Sister Nooper and her disciples, uh, like kind of may represent like sensuality, like the sensualists who are all about like base, base desires. Mm-hmm. And uh, Stillman represents the intellectual uh, who's, you know, like who only believes in what you can see, uh, which is which parallels Aikman's idea that quote the human mind is a whale it's all there inside you enormous unknown things difficult to reach and woe betide the man who looks outside himself for what he can only find outside that is surely one thing which modern psychology has made clearer than ever the subconscious mind you know so much larger than the conscious the subliminal self uh, and then we have Eblis and mavis who represent the ordinary uh, who is who, who this commentator said whom all this metaphysical talk just gives a headache <laughs> and uh and then we have the uh the the spiritualists who want something larger than themselves and the the irony at the ending of the story of course being that they accidentally get it they accidentally and then
0: there's conor
1: who and what is conor he's just kind of a loser yeah yeah he's just kind of this this nothing like he doesn't get anything at the end i don't is he is he He there when the light shows up is he there when the light shows up though no Yeah, he doesn't even get to see what he set up this whole party for. He just, he just loses out on everything. It's so wild. He gets drunk. Yeah, and his wife is just passed out in her bedroom.
0: I thought his wife died.
1: Does she? I thought she was like out like a light because Mavis comes in and she's like, uh, Mrs. Coner is unconscious. She took her pills.
0: Oh, yeah, must have been. I must have missed that then.
1: So they invited all these people. These people got together and they were like, we want something larger than ourselves. And then in the middle of the night, Mm -hmm. something way larger than themselves shows up and dissolves them and absorbs them. And then they're gone. And I don't know if the story is basically like Aikman saying, like, the ultimate horror is to actually know what's going on. But it's definitely a very cosmic horror. Mm -hmm. Like,. Like a weird cosmic horror in a way that like I don't think even HP Lovecraft ever achieved.
0: I wouldn't necessarily I think it was scarier before anything else happened just because of my personal feelings. (laughs) Uh Also, just like the idea of dissolving and being absorbed as light. Isn't that scary to me?
1: Oh, well, good, because I have really good news for you then. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) you couldn't see it but uh willow just mimed shooting me with a with a shotgun through the uh through the screen i think that's a federal offense
0: (laughs) i was mostly doing that as like a laser gun but i couldn't get the other noises correct no you cocked the gun you went (laughs) yeah i know (laughs) yeah i know but i couldn't figure out how to do a laser gun (laughs) so i just did the (sniffs) thing that i could do or or well if you want to press charges you have video evidence
1: i do have video evidence uh and that's the story just this weird this weird ending to uh to this to this tale larger than I mean that's that's what happens it's a is it mm-hmm. is it is it horror is this really a horror story It's weird
0: It's horror to me I if I ever showed up to a place and someone was like oh we actually uninvited you but um you can stay the night anyways I would kill myself <laughs> <laughs> uh.
1: It says in uh, in Hartwell's intro, he talks about Aikman uh, being master of the ghost story, a theoretician, an editor, and a writer uh, who never attained recognition, uh, really in the world on the worldwide stage. But uh, uh, larger than oneself is an ironic reinterpretation of the moral tale for our era. How Mrs. is Iblis... this
0: at all a moral tale?
1: Well, it says that Mrs. Eblis spends the weekend at a convention of people interested in the supernatural, the metaphysical, and the occult, and finds it uniquely disturbing. Um, an interesting example of the blend of all three... Ma- is an interesting example of the blend of all three major streams of horror fiction. The three streams of horror fiction, which are the moral allegorical, the psychological metaphor, and the fantastic. So I guess like as a moral allegory, yeah, because you're... It's it, you're you're seeing this representation of these different points of view uh, coming together to try to figure out you know like what the meaning of life is a psychological metaphor uh, people longing for something greater than themselves who then are confronted by that very thing and then the fantastic which is the light showing up in the sky so yeah you've got like these like. These, these three major threads running through this story and yeah and it actually just discussed the nature of evil, the nature of sin, the nature of wickedness mm-hmm. so uh, so what was the question I never answered
0: How is it a moral tale but you answered it so it's okay
1: I did answer it it did answer it Uh did would it answer? You, would it surprise you to know that when this when he first published his story the book cost cost uh, eight, 18, 18 slash dash because <laughs> I, I don't know, know what how that means I don't know how British money worked back in the 1960s so it says price 18 slash dash (laughs) and when it was reprinted it was five slash dash so who knows i don't know old british money thank god they changed their currency um yeah it originally appeared in powers of darkness and in painted Devils, strange stories and then finally in the dark descent like that was like it's big it's big collection was uh was was it's big when it was included in this so um Mm -hmm. good on you robert aikman uh uh, I got a bunch of recommendations for other Aikman stories to pursue. They're like, yeah, Larger Than Oneself is interesting, but really good ones are. And people like the mm-hmm. like X, X, Y, X, Y, and Z. Uh, final thoughts on uh, Larger Than Oneself? Cool. Who is your favorite character? Stillman. Stillman? I think Stillman, too. He seemed like the only one who I wouldn't mind having a conversation with. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, what is next in The Color of Evil?
0: We have Belson Express by Belsen- Fritz... Libier,
1: Liber, Liber,
0: Liber, Liber.
1: Uh, Fritz Liber. Uh, yep, friend of uh, a buddy of H.P. Lovecraft. Uh, Fritz Liber, who's written quite a few things. In fact, um, did we cover the movie Night of the Eagle?
0: You about, yes.
1: About the man who the one,
0: the one that has the the eagle statue in it.
1: Yes, that gets yes. shot
0: from different angles. Yeah,
1: I believe that's based on. Uh, Fritz Leiber story. Yep. Uh Conjure Wife by Fritz Leiber. Mm-hmm. Um, which I read for uh yep, Night of the Eagle, also known as Burn Witch Burn. Uh yeah, by Fritz Leiber. So we actually have discussed Fritz Leiber before. So uh, this will be a return to... And, and, and I found that that book was a blast. So I'm looking forward to reading this story just because I know that I like his writing style. Uh, he's funny. Mm-hmm. He's got a good... He, I, mean, I, I don't know if the story is going to have any humor in it, but he's got a good, he's got a good head on his shoulders, that Leiber. Um,
0: I'm going to throw up.
1: Well, all right. Uh, on that note, <laughs> um, we'll see you hopefully next week. With some Fritz Liver, the Belson Express. And
0: maybe we won't.
1: And maybe we won't. Maybe we'll be dead in a ditch somewhere. And I'm the, In any case, I'm Phil.
0: And I'm Willow.
1: And we'll see you when... It's, it's Del Toro time. time.